I'm Jack Hampton, and this is the Hampton Hoops Podcast. What up, what up, Coop? How are you doing, my friend? Surviving and thriving. Broke me, dude. (laughs) Let the fun begin. Let's get it. On this weekend's pod, we discuss every second round matchup, including the Celtics possibly knocking off the defending world champs, Steph Curry versus John Morant, and a major injury to the MVP of this year. We discuss all of that and much more, so let's jump into it. What up, what up, Coop? How are you? Uh, you know, surviving and thriving. Love to hear it, love to hear it. We are officially in the second round of the playoffs. We have some incredible, incredible matchups with Miami, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Boston, Phoenix, Dallas, and of course, our Grizzlies are facing the Golden State Warriors. We're going to touch on all of them, but we're going to start with Miami and Philadelphia. There's huge news out of Philly. Uh, Joel Embiid is out indefinitely with an orbital fracture and also a concussion. We have no timetable on this, but that is obviously a huge blow to a guy that was in MVP talks all year and may actually win the award. Cooper, what is your prediction and analysis for this Miami Philly series? I know it's going to be hard to predict anything because we don't know you know, how long Joel is going to be out, but um, how are you feeling about this series? I mean, I wasn't feeling very good for Philadelphia even with Joel in the series because I think they're playing a really good defense. And I mean, they struggled at times with Toronto's defense and Toronto's defense is a shell of Miami. So I was, I was already worried about it. And then getting the news yesterday, last night when Joel's going to be out indefinitely with no timetable. Um, they did say the concussion is definitely going to keep him out for at least a week. So we already know he's missing at least the first two to three games. Mm -hmm. Um, but they're hoping that he doesn't need surgery. Because if he gets surgery, he's out for three weeks. And I'm going to be honest, if if he's out for the three weeks, he, Philadelphia can go ahead and pack their bags. Because oh, I think, I, I think yeah. I, I mean, and I hate that because Joel's done a really good job this year of staying healthy, yeah. um, which is one of the biggest knocks on him. And so it, it just sucks for them because, like, I mean, obviously we're going to get to see what Max he's made of, but I've, I just feel like um, – Maxi and Harden, for that matter, because they're it's going to be on their shoulders. But I just, I, you saw what they did to Trey Young, and you now, exactly. now Miami gets to say, oh, we just have to stop James Harden. But mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you saw what happened to Trey Young, and in my opinion, I think Trey Young's, if not uh, the same score type mentality, but better mm-hmm. than James. Um, oh yeah. Trey, he so, led the he led the league in total points this year. He's he's prolific. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Trey Trey Young's prolific, and I mean, you saw what they did to him. Kevin Knox was outscoring Trey Young. Exactly. <laughs> it was crazy. Bro. But yeah, with no Joel, I hate to say sweet, but I really do think it's going to be a quick, easy round for yeah, I Miami. It, I agree. I think it's four or five without Joel. Honestly, I just really, really feel for Philadelphia fans. Even dating back to Ben Simmons missing his first year to Markel Fultz. Uh, everything that happened with that, with Ben Simmons, what he did this year, and them making just, in my opinion, a horrific trade for James Harden. And now that trade's going to be in the limelight because now you have to rely on a guy that hasn't looked like himself the past two years who puts partying over basketball and pretty much puts everything over basketball. You have to rely on him against a Miami Heat team that has one of the, if not the best defenses in the league. 
against James Harden, a guy who doesn't have the same lift, who doesn't have the same jumper, whose numbers have been down across the board uh, in these playoffs. He showed up for really one game, and that was a closeout game against Toronto. But Tyrese Maxey was the guy in that series. It was not James Harden. And Maxey, Harris, Harden, they're going to have to play mass if they even want to grab one game against this team but yeah i think it's gonna be four or five if you know joel is i don't think joel is gonna come back the same so i'm just gonna go ahead and say miami and five um because james harden's not gonna take you anywhere this version at least yeah no i mean if they take one one game i think that'd be a victory in my eyes i mean you just lost your mvp candidate so nobody will blame you for I, i think honestly it saves saves a lot of people's jobs Cause I know that Doc Rivers, he was on the, his seat was getting a little toasty when oh, for sure. uh, threats of blowing a 3-0 lead were coming up, and he had already heard some murmurs about do they get rid of Doc in the off season. So like, I definitely think it alleviates some of that pressure because I mean, nobody's expecting you to win the series now. Um, yeah, exactly. You just lost your MVP, so like, that's a quick, that's an easy one because I hate and I hate it too because this 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 second round could have been a really really fun round with four really tough matchups if Joel is able to play so I hate mm-hmm. that for him I hate that for the 76ers because like you just said the fans have had a tough go at it in the last couple of years of playoff time so yeah I hate to say it but it's probably gonna be four or five heat I agree I agree and I'm, I'm just gonna touch on the Doc Rivers thing a, a bit more I just posted a TikTok this morning about him he finally responded to like all the 3-1 talk and he was basically just like defending his case and whatnot and shout out to NBA.discussion because he had one of the best comments I've ever seen he goes he just made it worse by talking his defense is as bad as Rudy outside the paint <laughs> <laughs> And the video had nothing to do with Rudy Gobert, but anything Rudy Gobert hate, me and Cooper absolutely love. So shout out yeah, to you and me. That's awesome. But let's move to the 1-4 out west. A Phoenix team that had a little bit of adversity in the first round, losing Devin Booker for a few games. New Orleans pushing them to six games, which nobody saw, not even us. And a Dallas team that you know took care of Utah and is probably going to be the last team that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert face on the same team and probably blew up that core. Dallas is looking solid right now with Luka back. They had some adversity with him, you know, not playing in the uh, series as well. But it's going to be a really interesting series with Phoenix and Dallas. What's your feel on this, Coop? I I definitely think it's going to be a fun series. Um, I think in order for them to win, Luka Doncic is going to have to be the superstar that we know he is. Um, They got Devin Booker back, and he, I mean, he didn't shoot very well. but you had a massive Chris Paul game, 30, 33 points and eight, eight assists and five rebounds to close out Pelicans. And shout out to the Pelicans. I mean, you and I, like you just said, we, we wrote them off. Um, but they they were getting big minutes from uh, Jose Alvarado and Herb Jones playing incredible defense. Um, and I, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I was not very high on the Pelicans. Um, but going into next season, I definitely – the Pelicans are going to be in a good place. Um yeah. Which is crazy to say, um, especially with when they did this season without Zion. So, and I mean, it will we'll verge into some Zion news. Uh, him right. saying the other day, uh, I can't wait to resign with them. So, I think where the speculation was, he might not want to stay in mm-hmm. New Orleans. I guess that's kind of, he put that to shame. So, uh, exactly. this, this, this New Orleans team can be dangerous. Uh, 
going to need a few more defenders. Can't just rely on Herb Jones and Jose Alvarado. I think they found that out. Because um, even Chris Paul's going to, I mean, Chris Paul was, if, if you didn't watch this game, he was 14 of 14 from the field. <laughs> didn't miss a single shot. Unbelievable. And in a closeout game. So, mm-hmm. uh, Phoenix is as good as we expected them to be. Um, they're deep. Even, I mean, they only, I think they, they only lost one game when Devin Booker went out, if I remember correctly. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I like, I like Phoenix to take, take Dallas. Um, Cause I think Phoenix, yes, they're a team that could get out and run. Um, but I think they're also going to be, they can manage a game uh, the way the Mavericks like to play it, which is a slow paced game. I think, I think uh, the Suns defense in half court can be good enough to manage. And I think their offense can also be good enough to manage uh, in a half court type of game. Cause that's the way the Mavericks are going to slow down the game. Cause you cannot speed up Luka Doncic no matter what you want to do. Um, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm never going to count out Luka Doncic. So mm-hmm. I think this series can go to six kind of like mm-hmm. the last uh, series for the Suns and Mavericks. Cause I just think Luka's that nice. I mean, the dude's averaging 28, nine and nine. So, and Jalen Brunson's trying to get paid. So I definitely like. I, I think this series is going to be a really fun one. Um, it's not. It's it's number three on my list. Um, we're going four, three, two, one. It seems like on my list of which one's going to be the most fun. But uh, I like Suns and six. I completely, wholeheartedly agree with you because Luca is good enough to get you two. But at the same time, if I could choose the entire NBA to have two dogs to throw at Luca all series. It would probably be Mikael Bridges and Jay Crowder because they are absolute dogs and they will give Luca all he can handle. They will not stop him, obviously. Luca's going to get his numbers. He's going to get his buckets, but he's going to make it as tough. Them two are going to make it as tough as possible on him. And that's why I got Phoenix and six as well. And just to touch on the Pelicans thing as well, uh, with, with Zion, that whole re signing thing. Credit to that front office making that C.J. McCollum trade. I think that had a lot to do with it, and that kind of flipped their season and led them to accomplish what they accomplished by getting, you know, winning two times in the play-in to get to the playoffs, and then, you know, grabbing two games from the number one seed, the Phoenix Suns, and that—that is the trade, in my opinion, that Philadelphia should have made. They should not have traded James Harden. They should have traded for C.J. McCollum because they also could have kept, you know. you know half their picks maybe or even Seth Curry or Andre Drummond because the asking price for CJ is not as high as James Harden let's be clear here and that's the trade they should have made and credit to Pelicans front office for making that and I think that's what led to Zion wanting to be a part of that organization with how exciting that team was in the postseason Uh, I think that's great I'm happy that a small market is going to get a super service stay there you know, for obvious yeah. reasons, but Definitely. we never have to wonder about that with Java. Yeah, man, I see. I say uh, Suns and six, but I'm gonna move to the two three out in the East, which is the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Boston Celtics. We also have some injury news in here as well. Chris Middleton is gonna miss this entire series against the Boston Celtics. Um, how are you feeling about this one, Coop? Uh, that hurts, uh, Bo- or not Boston? That hurts Milwaukee a lot. Um, not because I love Chris Middleton, <laughs> especially in the playoffs, but just Giannis. 
can only do so much and you saw what they did to Kevin Durant so Giannis in this series specifically was going to need Chris Middleton to step up and be that second guy um Mm -hmm. so that definitely hurts I'm gonna be honest with you the way Grayson Allen's playing they might not even notice Chris Middleton not being there because I mean the one game I watched that that was where he only missed like three or four shots so um and you know how much we love Grayson. We should have got way more for him. Um, but I ooh, I said seven on the last Boston series, and I really want to say it again. But the problem is Boston's defense was so good against Kevin Durant, and now that they just have to stop Giannis, which in the end of the day, that's a tough feat, and you're never going to just stop him. You can make him struggle. Um, I definitely – can't wait to see the first game to see how they play defense on him though um because most of the time everybody's defense on him is try to force him to shoot threes or shoot in general so i'll definitely be interested to see how they play him uh but with middleton out you're definitely going to need guys like brooke lopez bobby portis um grayson allen drew holiday specifically is the guy that i'm looking at uh they're gonna have to step up big time because uh, in the way that katie needed the Bruce Browns of the world, the Goran Drogics, the Blake Griffins, and all of them to step up, and they didn't enough. Uh, Giannis is going to need those, like, twofold now with Middleton out. But uh, I'm going to stick with my gut. I really feel like Boston's going to get tested here. Um, I I think Boston is the better team, but I don't think they're getting out scot-free. I don't think they're going to be 8-0 going to face probably the Miami Heat. but I'm not going to say seven. I'm going to say six. Uh, I like Boston Boston and six on this one as well. And you and I are on the same, same uh, wavelength today. I like Boston and six as well. Chris Middleton being out's huge. Yes, Grayson Allen and Pat Connaughton, has been, they've been playing amazing, and they, they played well against Chicago. But Boston just shut down Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, two of the greatest scorers ever to live. I think they're going to have no problem with one Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis is going to get his numbers, don't get me wrong, but it's that's not going to be enough to win you a series against this Boston Celtics team that is the hottest team in the NBA and has been the best team in the NBA since Christmas. Um, Boston's defense is just absolutely insane right now, and I wouldn't be surprised if this team came out of the East. And I, I just think they're... I'm so in love with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown right now. And that pickup of Derek White has been huge for them. Al Horford's been great. Getting him getting him back in the offseason was big time. Um, and that, that rookie coach has been has been big for them as well. I think the, the world champs fall in six, the Boston Celtics. Yeah, they definitely they definitely have matched really well in first year under Ime Aduka. Um and I mean, you know how much I love Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. <laughs> so yeah. we ain't even got to get on that. And then they also had Defensive Player of the Year um, and Mark Smart. So I, I definitely, I, I they're the hottest team in basketball right now. So um, it would not shock me at all to see them come out of the East. Um, you and I have been talking about it for quite a long time now. Uh, how even before the playoffs, before we were a sweep over at Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, how we were thinking they would come out of the East. So um, they just got to take care of business, keep doing what they're doing. Don't uh, don't divvy from the game plan because y'all's game plan is uh, working pretty well right now. So they just got to uh, – they can't 
take any nights off because uh, if you do, Giannis will make you pay. Um, so Boston's just got to go out there and keep taking care of business like they've been doing. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And I think if they do that, they'll they'll take care of Milwaukee, which going into it, if they had Chris Middleton, I think it'd be a seven-game series and flip a coin on who to pick, yeah. but not, not without Chris for sure. Let's move to our game. Out in Memphis on Sunday, game one, the Memphis Grizzlies against the Golden State Warriors. Our Grizzlies took care of business last night and grittied on Minnesota's logo as we should because we <laughs> in Minnesota. Um, you know, Pat Beverly's going home. He was doing the two little celebration after every simple ass layup he'd hit. But <laughs> they're going home, and I hope they never make it back to the playoffs ever again. <laughs> Our Memphis team is advancing against the Golden State Warriors, a, a team that has championship DNA. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, the way Jordan Poole is playing right now. Golden State is on fire. They're right there with Boston as one of the hottest teams in the league. They uh, they literally barely played together all year, and in that first series, they just ran over Denver and looked like they yeah. were championship Golden State again. But um, who, who are you feeling in this series? I know, I know this is going to be close to our heart, but uh, what's your pulse on this one? I, I mean, obviously, yes, for Grizz Homer. So, you know, I'm going to be going to give you a nice Grizz Homer pick. But uh, I honestly like our matchup against the Warriors so much better than the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, we I think we won three of the four meetings against uh, the Warriors this year. Um, all of them. Without Dylan Brooks, or maybe the last one might have had Dylan, or maybe not. But, I mean, for the majority of the season, we beat them without Dylan Brooks, who is usually our key reason why we beat them, because he has the assignment of Steph Curry. Um, I li- I just like the way we match up towards them way more than I like the way we were matching up with uh, Golden State. I definitely think... Uh, and I know I've been harping on them, but I think this series favors Jaron a lot more than the last series because he's not going to have people who are bigger than him uh, at all in this series. The closest person to him is going to be Kavon Looney at 6'10", and Kavon Looney is nowhere near the offensive threat that Cat, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, Jalen McDaniel, or it's Jaden McDaniels, I think they played for the Timberwolves. But uh, yeah. either way, I think this favors Jaron a lot more. I don't see him having to deal with the foul trouble as he did in the first series, knock on wood. Um, but I definitely think this favors us a lot more. Um, and I definitely think we're going to see some different rotations. Um, and I, I'm kind of thinking, leaning more towards guard play. Um, I think we might see some more D-melt minutes just based on how good of defense he usually can play against uh the Warriors when like we need to sub out Dylan or we need to sub out uh, Bane or things like that. I definitely think uh, having some good D-mount defensive minutes will help. And maybe maybe since the flow of this game is going to be way fast, uh, he can get some nice rhythm rhythm threes and kind of get his mojo back like he had in the regular season. Um, but I really do like the way we match up against them. I know this is going to be this is going to be the biggest test of our young Grizzlies. Um, but I, I really have the utmost confidence in them. Uh, you heard Desmond Bain and Ja both say, <laughs> they're like, y'all must just get extra motivated when y'all are down by ten, double digits and they both just laugh. And they're like, I don't want to have to do it again. Um, and I mean, Ja said it multiple times. We got to come out with a different fire. We got to come out differently. Um, 
and I'm hoping after getting a, getting our feet wet, getting a nice series win, uh, really not deserving to win very many of those games except for game two. Um, literally, we're the first team ever to have three comeback wins in the fourth quarter in a playoff series. Um, mm-hmm. Three of our four wins were of the comeback fashion. Um, so I'm going to be honest with you. If you, we, we can find our groove the way we had it in the regular season, kind of get this rough patch from a team that really matches up well with us out of the way. I honestly can see this being a quicker series than the last one, but I don't, obviously I'm not going to say that because it's the Warriors. Um, And if I said what I'm thinking, uh, we would be kicked off of Spotify, Apple podcast for doing a podcast for the rest of our lives. Um, Because it'd be blasphemy. But I don't think it's going to be seven. I'm going to say six just to kind of keep it in the same lingo as I've been going with. I think I said all of them are going to be six except for the Miami and Philadelphia series. Um, based on injury, but I like our Grizz. I, I'm gonna say it. I really do. Um, I think we can new like. Uh, obviously, you can't neutralize Steph, but the way Dylan plays on Steph is just some of the best defense ever mm-hmm. on Steph. Like I swear, he lives for this matchup, um, and he's got to be on it again. Um, but I like the size we're gonna put against people like Jordan Poole. I like the size. We're gonna uh, and things we're gonna show Clay Thompson. Um, I really think we're gonna have a fun time with this series. This series is gonna be the best series, um, in my personal opinion. If yes. if Joel wasn't injured and if Chris Middleton wasn't injured, I definitely think those series would be right there with it. But this series is gonna be so much fun. Yeah, uh, you got the young grit from Memphis, and you got the the seasoned vets, seasoned uh, champions from Dub City, um, and I'm pumped. We need to have a bit another big series from Brandon. Um, I'm looking at Kyle because I think we're, he's going to be a nice key piece in this because his size on guys like Jordan Poole and Steph even and uh, Clay Thompson is going to be nice for us. Um, I, but I am really confident going into this series. Uh, Minnesota was the thing that scared me a little bit more going into that series just because of how bad the matchup was for us. And I know that's crazy to say, but I, I really am confident uh, going against this Warriors team. So, uh I think it's Grizz and six. Um, I'd love it if it could be Grizz and what I really thought or what I really wanted to say, but I'm not. I'm still not saying it because I swear as soon as I say it, we're gonna get swept. Um, so I, I like our Grizz, and I'm gonna stick with it until um, the day is long. Until they until they prove me that they're gonna get swept, I, I'm sticking with my Grizz. About this series, any court with Ja Morant and Stephen Curry on it. I want to be there watching it. This is going to be a fireworks show. I cannot wait. Even as an NBA fan, if I wasn't a Grizzlies fan, I would love to watch Ja versus Steph. Like, that's just insane to me. Like, I love the matchup. I think it's going to be a hard-fought series. I agree six games, but I think it's going to be Golden State. I I do. I, I think... As it's a Grizzlies fan... I know, I know. As a Grizzlies fan... I, I we could not have lost to Minnesota because we were very close to going to a game seven with Minnesota on Friday, but we didn't because our, our boys showed up. But as a Grizzlies fan, I would not be mad if we lost to the Warriors at all. I mean, they're they've won God knows how many championships and they have the experience. They have the championship pedigree with Draymond, Steph and Clay. I mean, that's one of the best trios of all time. 
And I just think it shows in the playoffs. I think we are a great matchup for them. That's why I think we can grab two games. But in the playoffs, it's a lot different than beating this team in the regular season. It just is. And because they're going to show up every night and be locked in every night. They're not going to dick around and get behind 12 and have to come back in the fourth quarter. Because we we (laughs) cannot mess around with this team at all. And I feel like that's all we've been doing. I, I was talking to my dad earlier, and he was like, why do you think that we we trailed in all these games? I was like, I genuinely think it's because we thought we could take care of business and turn it on whenever. Yes, they were a terrible matchup, and that had a lot to do with it. But these games would have been so much tighter throughout the game if we would have came out locked in, and we didn't. We, we yeah. were down by double digits in a lot of those games. And if you ask, there's national people that feel like Minnesota should have even won that series. I just, I hope our Grizzlies win, and I think. Listen, I don't think there's no, we have no shot. I think there, I could see it going either way. I think I could see the Grizzlies coming out of this and shocking the world. And but I, I'm going with more of my brain more than my heart because I, I really want to pick <laughs> our Grizzlies. But in the back of my head, I'm just like I I, I got the Warriors in six. Just with that's uh, fair. You know, I was picking with my heart. Oh yeah, no, you're you're picking with both. You genuinely believe it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I. I because the way you're explaining it, you had me for a second. I mean, we are a great matchup for them, and Dylan is great on Steph. I think what concerns me about Dylan in this series, the problems Jaron had with Cat and all the foul trouble he had in the last series, I think Dylan's going to have those problems in this series. Yeah. Steph is going to attack and attack and attack him and try to draw fouls just like Donovan Mitchell did in the Utah series last year. So you remember Dylan mm-hmm. was the guy in foul trouble in that series yep. last year. So. No, you're you're exactly right. I mean, yeah, it's gonna take it's gonna take us being smart. We can't like like you literally just said the Warriors aren't gonna mess around and go down twelve. So we we we've got to be on it. We got to be locked in. Uh, I don't want to just hear John Desmond talking about uh, we got to start stronger. I don't want to hear that anymore. I want you to come out and show it. Uh, exactly. We're not we're not in the regular season. Talk talk and work in the regular season. Um, and you can do that in the regular season and get by with it, but not not now. Uh, they gotta they gotta mature a little bit and grow up right here right now. Um, and I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm picking my heart a little bit, but I mean, they, like I, I mean, all the things I say can be true. But like you said, if Dylan's in foul trouble, it puts that much more pressure on guys like Bane to step up, even Demelt. Uh, I I don't know what Taylor Jenkins' rotation is gonna look like. I guess we'll find out tomorrow at two thirty. Um, which I hate early games, by the way. I would much rather be like a 9 p.m. game. Uh, but it is what it is, I guess. Uh, Sunday basketball, they're never going to let it be that late. But, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're going to have to come out strong. If we come out strong, though, in this game one, they show me that they're going to they're gonna uh, back up their talk. Uh, you'll be having me come on next time, and uh, you'll hear what I, my real thoughts are. Hey, good. Hey. I could I could have heard him now, and I wouldn't have batted an eye. I'm I'm here for all the hot takes, bro. I love it. That's why you're my co-host for sure. That um, I I love what you said about Kyle being a key piece, and also I think this is going to be a big series for Jaron. I'm just going to take a second. Jaron Jackson played his ass off on Friday night. He was so Fact. disciplined with his. He had a couple dumb fouls, but he was disciplined. He was in it. He had that big dunk down the stretch. Um, I just loved what I saw from Jaron. He shot the ball well as. And he just he, – he played great Friday, and I think that continues. But what concerns me is the Steph, Clay, 
uh, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond lineup. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> matching up with that. Yeah, okay, Dylan on Steph. We're go- that'll be instead of Brandon, it'll be Kyle. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll put and we'll just have uh, Jaron down low, uh, Kyle out there probably on Wiggs. Or yeah. honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you, put Jaw Wiggins. <laughs> just put Jaw Wiggins. Okay. Uh, I'd rather Jaw. That was gonna be Wiggins. my next question. Yeah, are we gonna put him on Jordan Poole? Or are we gonna put him on Clay no. Thompson or Andrew? Wiggins? I'm gonna be honest with you. I so if we're sticking with that lineup, obviously I don't know if that's what their starting lineup would be. But uh, let's just stick with the Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, Draymond, and Wiggs. Uh, obviously, I want Dylan on Steph. I want Bane on. Uh, I honestly want Bane on Clay Thompson, uh, just because I think Bane will stay. Uh, Bane's center of gravity is a little different, um, <laughs> so I'm, I like him on uh, Clay. And then I want Kyle on Jordan Poole. I want Jordan Poole to understand that. Uh, you you had a, you had a nice little run against the Nuggets, but you're not doing that against us. So give him the size, make him see it. Uh, Jaron sticking on Draymond because that gives Draymond a four inch four inch taller guy on him, makes it a little more makes his breathing room a little a little less. And then John uh, Wiggins because I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I know he started an All Star game. I don't know why he started an All Star game. I love Wiggins. And I'm so glad he's found no, his He uh, should his not in. have started, no. He yeah. shouldn't have. Uh, I would have rather than been like, look, it, it's going to be Draymond Green, but since he's not playing because of injury, we're going to put somebody else in. That's, I would have rather been that instead of an outright. But uh, I, I'm ex- – I mean, he, he if he's going to beat me, uh, let him beat me. I'd rather Wiggins beat me than Steph Clay, Jordan Poole. Like, mm-hmm. I'll just say it. I'd rather him be the one beating me. So, yeah, I'm putting, I'm putting my worst defender on him. Uh, no offense, Ja. Mm-hmm. I love no. you, but your yeah. defense ain't that. <laughs> no, it's it's not it, bro. And I I 100 agree. I would put John Wiggs as well. But uh, I wanted to hit the the Jaron thing. I mean, 34 minutes, more than what I ever could have imagined. I'm so happy. He shot 40 percent from the field, 50 percent from three. Uh, had 14 rebounds. And like, I mean, Jaron's biggest one of his biggest knocks, other than fouling, is he doesn't rebound. Um, so getting 14, yeah. that's huge. It was massive. Um, I love that. Um, and yeah, that that dunk to kind of seal the deal was really nice. He hit that dunk and then ties banged that three. Yes, um, being from Minnesota big, too, it just exactly. Crazy. I told my dad, I said that biggest shot of his career yes. in his hometown. Yeah, I was like, I love it. He had a post on Instagram today, and the caption was just Minnesota boy, and I was like, God, yep. I love that. I love that. Yep. What I was gonna say is they won't they won't start that five man. Uh, lineup that i just listed that's their closing lineup that's what they'll be playing with down the stretch they'll they'll start kavon looney and he'll get a little bit of run but that'll just enable us to start probably steven adams if he's going to be recovered from COVID or whatever the hell's going on with him yeah facts. but yeah they'll start kavon looney and probably have pool come off the bench but they'll they'll close with jordan pool in the game yeah you got anything else no, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. Uh, I don't even. I haven't even really looked at what lineups they were kind of running. I know that was gonna be their final lineup, but we were just kind of using it for. Uh, yeah, matchup purposes. For matchup sure. purposes. Yeah. yeah. So, who knows uh, if they stick? I, I Taylor might stick with 
Xavier on Looney. I don't know yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll find yeah. out tomorrow at 2.30. Your guess is yes. as good as mine. Yeah, same but here, bro. I'm definitely like, excited. Like we said, dude, I, I completely trust Taylor right now. He's he's done a hell of a job, and yeah. we, we found a way to win that series, and I'm proud of our boys for that. Yep. All right, Coop, I hope you have a great rest of your day, my friend. Yes, sir. You too. Thank you.